Hi, this is Samantha Dam with Redefining Caregiving, and I wanted to share with you something. That was amazing this morning. It came to my mind. I thought about how overwhelming oh, the whole topic of caregiving is for people. I just, I'm recently writing a book, which I keep mentioning because I want so much to finish this uh, book and get it into the hands of, of caregivers because every day I do more research, and I'm learning that the entire topic of caregiving is so overwhelming. Not just overwhelming as far as all the statistics, but really looking back at the statistics that have been done by the Bureau of Labor and Statistics and other places you think would be doing more research, but they're not. Maybe they're overwhelmed with it too and decided just put it on the back burner there. We'll start we'll start focusing more on the opioid epidemic or you know like something something a little easier to to work on. I don't know. Maybe they're trying maybe they're in the process of creating a statistic that goes over 20 years and just don't want to deal with it year to year because caregiving is changing so rapidly. And I guess what I'm wanting to say today to all you caregivers is this number one point it's so overwhelming and it's such a huge high hurdle to get over in overcoming the uh, caregiver crisis that we face today. And the caregiver crisis consists of several different factors, but the main ones are basically the baby boomers are retiring in six, you know, at age 65. They're coming around the corner getting ready to retire. At the same time, they have aging parents who are going to need their care because people are living longer. So they're facing that. And so there's this high, uh, you know, a huge population of retirees who are going to be taking care of their own selves, their own families, and their parents. Huge. That's huge. Now, there's also the fact that women are still the main caregivers. I think I read up to 75% percentage of women are the ones who are caregiving. That is ridiculous. First of all, women enter the workplace. What are they doing? Let me guess. Leaving to come home and take care of people? Pretty much. Yeah. That's the story I hear. That's the story that I experienced too. Basically, here's the story with that. Oh, honey, you 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 don't make as much money and we have kids, so why don't you stay home and watch mom or dad or our son because, you know, I make so much more money and it just makes sense. You know, you can't argue with that math. You can't. Like, you really can't argue with that. You need money to pay for the medical bills. So you say yes. And the caregivers end up being the mothers and the and the women. Uh, also, there's a lot of single women who are out there being abandoned by their husbands or spouses or partners to raise kids. Some of those kids are needing care. Some of their parents need care, so they become sandwich caregivers like I did. You can see why I say this whole topic of caregiving is a little overwhelming. That's just a tiny, tiny chip of the iceberg. If I could share it all with you today, I would, but it really, I think it would bore you. Eventually, you get kind of sad and depressed when you listen to all those terrible statistics, and it sounds like doom and gloom, and it really is. I have to be honest with you. It is. And here's why. Because... To top all that off, we're having the highest shortage of caregivers we've ever had. Now, we're talking about another doom and gloom situation for caregivers. We already know why. Anybody who hears the word caregiver, do you think joy, cheerfulness, rich, wow, really super great people who are, who are like, you know, just doing great. Do you think that? 
No, you don't. You, you picture somebody in an old rundown car, if they have one, uh, if you know anything about caregivers, <laughs> uh, or being one, um, or you picture somebody who is totally stressed out, you know, their hair pulled out, barely able to take care of themselves, sick, tired, smoking, you know, whatever they can do to numb their feelings because they're just overwhelmed and burned out, practically ready to give up. Well, that's kind of what most people envision with caregiving. Well, here's why. We know that they're not applying for jobs. People aren't applying for jobs. The only ones really applying for caregiving are the moms who are desperate for work, who don't have a college education, or people coming out of high school who hear that you can get a job easily as a caregiver. Just go in. They'll hire you. As long as you haven't done anything wrong, as far as like you don't have a criminal background, you can get a job as a caregiver. You know, you're going to get minimum wage, but you don't have to work at that restaurant. Well, that's one thing, right? Oh my gosh. It's ridiculous. When you think about, when you, when you think about caregivers, you don't think about even any of them being well off. Although there are so many who actually benefit from caregiving. I was one of those people later, but in the beginning I wasn't. It was terrible. It was hard work nonstop, but I still had a lot of fun in between because I had kids, I had my mom, that's the way I am. But I'll tell you what, the whole topic of caregiving is just overwhelming. And the shortage is here because caregivers don't want to work those jobs. They would rather stay home and do a home-based business online than go work as a caregiver. And right now we're talking, you know, 400, I think it's like $470 billion worth of service is provided by unpaid caregivers annually, every single year. And the government never reimbursed anybody. They weren't reimbursing any caregivers up until just this last year. They decided, oh, you know, for Medicaid, we will, but only in a few circumstances, and we don't reimburse very much at all. So basically, it's not even worth your time and effort if you're already overwhelmed as a caregiver to take those crumbs and take the time to, to acquire them. Thanks. Thanks a lot, government. Thanks a lot for helping us help society. Because those 407, those, those uh, I think it's 17, 16% of people who take care of other people and keep them in society functioning, working, helping society. They're the ones paying the price. The caregivers that are unpaid are paying the price to keep society functioning. Like almost 20% of unpaid caregivers are doing that. Are you kidding me? The government says thank you by not even reimbursing the basics to every single caregiver who's doing this. Okay, I'm going to stop with all the negative. I'm going to stop. It's real. We need to look at it. And I know why people don't want to listen to it. But it's important that you do. Because guess what? There's hope. There's hope. (laughs) I have hope. I have hope because I know hope is something that sounds hollow and like something you get in the future. But to be honest with you, my middle name is Nadine. And that stands for hope in Russia. So I'm not Russian. I don't think I might have summoned me. But my parents picked that name because it was after a Chuck Berry song but I still love it (laughs) because I love Chuck Berry. Who doesn't, right? Okay, for those of you who don't know who Chuck Berry is, go look him up. (laughs) Anyway, I'll tell you what. This is the thing. I have hope, hope, hope because there is a solution to solving problems. We all just need to follow the steps. First, you need to figure out what the problem is. 
And it may be different and specific for you, but we know what it is for caregivers overall. Maybe you can't tackle that big problem, but you can tackle your own little problem in your corner of the world, which is caregiving. And so what I want you to do is go make a list of the things that are the biggest roadblocks for you in caregiving. The things you struggle with often that keep coming to the forefront that just irritate the heck out of you and you, you want to get over these things. Make a list of those things. And then remember that you are the one, you as caregiver, it's your job. If you signed up for it, it's your job to find solutions for those problems. No one's going to care about your problems. People are caring about their own problems. So you need to, you, if you want any change, if that's what you want, you need to take steps. Whether you're tired, whether you're exhausted, whether you're ready to give up, there's hope. So guess what? You need to make steps towards those changes. I can't tell you what to do unless I know what those changes are that you want, but you know what they are. And what I can do is I can help you once you tell me. So here I am offering you a consultation, a call. Give me a call uh, and I can, I, can, I can go through the process of figuring out what are your hurdles. And then what I can do is I can help you decide steps to take because there's steps to take to solve every solution that we have, every problem that we have. There's solutions out there. The problem is we're so caught up in our own lives that we don't know what they are. But guess who does? People who have been there. People who've gone through it. People who study it. People who are creative. Problem solvers. Solution uh, creators. Well, guess who I am? That would be me. I'm all those things. I am those people One of those people who have been through it. So that's why I'm here talking to you today. I mean, how many people are going to get on a podcast and start talking about caregiving? Only those who've been through it because they feel the pain, they understand the problem, and it's life-threatening, and they care. So it goes to my heart. It's in my heart of hearts to help you. So if you call me, here's what you're going to get. You're going to get me, passionate me on the other end of the phone. Maybe not talking as fast as I am right now, but... I will direct you towards your step-by-step process to get out of where you're at right now or to improve your situation right now. In fact, even make a, a better life for you that you can't even imagine right now. So I want you to sit down and write down your problems and then I want you to write down maybe a few things you've tried to get out of that situation. And then I want you to write down what you hope to have resolve from it and also what you hope to have as an ideal situation for your caregiving experience. I want you to write those four things down, Um, three or four things down. And then when you call me, we'll be ready to talk. And then I get excited because I can tell you what all of this studying of statistics is really getting my, my ideas flowing. And there's so many things that I did as a caregiver that were creative, innovative, and people would say, Sam, how did you think to do that? Or what, what you should run a corporation for caregivers. And guess what? Now I kind of am starting that process just one-on-one with people, but I am creating a course that will come later. And so this is just the probably the only time I'll be available for the one-on-one consultation where you get to hear me and get me look right at your situation. And we'll go through everything and we'll discuss it and get excited. So anyway, you can reach me, okay, at, at my website. It's www.samdam.com and that is uh, my Redefining Caregiving website. 
and what that what I have there is resources and you know the website's not not real uh I'm still working on it you know I'm trying to take more time to do these type of things like podcast finishing up the last touches of my book staying on Facebook and social media so people can see that I'm out here and I really really want to help them so spread the word let caregivers know that you know that there's hope and it's it's not blowing smoke up anybody's <clears throat> it is it has been proven by me to work. I worked as a caregiver and I did it in a way that I made sometimes anywhere between a hundred to three hundred dollars a day working as many hours as I wanted because I couldn't stop working. I had so many referrals and you can have that too because it's not like you have to have anything more than a passion for what you want to do. You have to be disciplined enough to take the steps you need to take, but it's not going to cost you a lot of money. It's not going to cost you uh, anything more than what you're doing now. I can guarantee you that. But I can also guarantee you that you will get something positive out of the call because I can guarantee that. If you haven't gotten anything from just this podcast, motivation, uh, hope, um, a new idea, then probably don't call me because if you can't see that in this podcast somewhere, then you probably just aren't really wanting it bad enough. So here's what I tell you to do. Think it over, do those things and give me a call. Okay. That's 1-800. I'm sorry. It's 1-844-726-3266. That's my, that's my business number, but it's better if you email me at redefining caregiving at samdam.com. That's redefining caregiving at samdam.com. Okay, guys, and don't forget, please remember to always include yourself in the care you give. Save a little bit for yourself. Okay, have a good one. Bye-bye.